0: 40inbox.com here, so we're going to be reacting to this situation where uh, this person's going to inherit a lot of money. So, windfall. Do I really need life insurance anymore? I'm going to receive a windfall of about $2.5 million soon, and once I do, I'm wondering if I need to keep my life insurance. I'm setting up a trust and it will provide for my children while they are minors and they are also the beneficiaries receiving the funds when they are older. All my debts that are held jointly in my marriage would be covered by it as well. I plan to invest almost all of it and don't plan to buy expensive things or assets. Right now, I pay for life insurance monthly and I'm wondering if it's insane to stop paying that once I have the trust in place. So here's the thing. In this kind of situation now, obviously personal finance is always personal, so everyone's situation is different. So if I was in this person's specific situation, what I would do... I would set up the trust, if you're wanting to do the trust, I would set up the trust in a way where it's investing basically probably in like in the S&P 500 through like an index fund or through like a mutual fund and just have a consistency, invest into that and then reinvest into that and then after a certain point, maybe... With like certain clauses where like say something happens to me, this would be used like the income produced by the investments will end up providing for the kids and also the wife until she were to get remarried or all that kind of stuff. Right now, again, this this depends a lot on, you know, the specifics in someone's life right because even though it may seem like simple to like you know just like oh yeah just put it here 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 and here that's not always the case right so for example it might be a situation where maybe this person's wife just would feel a little bit more comfortable with insurance right kind of like a peace of mind situation and if that's the case then yeah, just keep paying for insurance because it gives the wife peace of mind. It gives your partner a peace of mind, which means like that's actually worth it longer, like in the long run, because they are less stressed, they feel more comfortable, they feel safe, and it allows you to keep moving on in your life. Right? Like don't make it such a big thing, right? This is awesome to get, it's an awesome situation to be in. And so, really, the best thing to do is basically what this person's kindness to saying what they're going to do is just kind of like put it in a trust and then like set it up to be able to provide for their kids. That being said, I would probably still do like either, yeah, I'd probably do a term insurance policy for like 10 to 20 years. For maybe like it depends on honestly your income, but probably between five hundred thousand dollars to maybe a million, just as like a peace of mind factor, and as long as you're not morbidly obese, smoking packs of cigarettes every day, and you know not like chugging down forty ounces every single day, it should be pretty cheap, right? The insurance price should be pretty cheap, shouldn't be that bad for you to get like term insurance, depending on your age, health situation, all that kind of stuff. And if it's pretty cheap, just go ahead and do it, right? Or at the very least, you could do something like an umbrella policy, which might work out as well, kind of similar, like in a similar situation where it like help protect the family on a whole level, but obviously you got to dig into that, see if that's actually right for you. But no matter which way you go about it, there's not really going to be a wrong answer. Like, you know, this person isn't really going to do something stupid with it. You know, they're not going to buy expensive things or assets. And all of their debts are going to be held. Hold on. Let me hold on. All my debts that are held jointly in my marriage will be covered by it as well. See, now here's the thing that I would change in this situation, right? as soon as I got this windfall, right, I would actually pay off all the debts, right? I would pay off all the debts, then put this stuff into a trust to be invested in a way that can provide income that can basically set up in a way where it would grow, but also be able to produce an income if need be right? Because you could actually go into your investment account, wherever it is held, and there's options to where, let's say you were to invest just as an example, as into like SPY or VU or something like that, right? You could select an option as to whether or not you want the cash that is deposited into your account based off their dividends that they pump out or have it be reinvested automatically back into the stock or into the index fund or all that kind of stuff, right? So you want to be able to manage it in a way or have a clause in it clause in, it in a way to where like if income needs to be produced after passing, then you would set it up to where it would start producing the income in the form of cash so that you basically use the dividends that your investments basically produce so that you can basically fund whatever it is you need to fund, right? But first thing foremost, pay off the debt. Get rid of this debt because then that really, really improves the situation of whether or not you actually need life insurance, right? Because here's the thing. If you have zero debt, zero debt, like 100% no debt at all, then you could have a very small insurance policy to where you're practically paying nothing and be perfectly fine. You could technically have no insurance policy and be perfectly fine. That being said, you still need health insurance. You still got to pay other fees for other things. Right. So it's not that big of a deal if you end up paying for life insurance. It's just it just doesn't really matter in this situation. Right? Like it just it doesn't really matter. It's not insane to stop paying that once this trust is in place, but you should really talk to your partner in this situation or anyone else in this situation should really talk to their partner, someone that they're close to, all that kind of stuff, right? It's like, Hey, do you feel comfortable enough For us to stop having life insurance because we have this amount of money invested that is producing a potential income, right? That being said, you might want this to be set up and start seeing what it can actually produce. And if it's actually producing something that you can, like, justify, you know, like, justify in your mind and, like, Number-wise, it's like okay, this can produce like 10 grand per year or 20 grand per year or etc etc etc. Then if that looks good enough to you, I just toss random numbers out there, right? You actually literally got to do the math. But if it looks good enough to you, where it makes sense, okay, then there's not really much point to do life insurance anymore, right? But again, remember. Personal finance is personal and you got to really do what's right for you. Like what is the best option for you, right? But here's the thing. The fundamentals should still always be the same. Don't have debt because debt drags you down and really limits what is available to you. So thanks for listening. Feel free to share this with someone who might need to hear this or probably wouldn't like to hear this. And we'll see you in future episodes. But if you need help mastering your money and you want to learn the secrets to mastering your money, feel free to go down below and you'll get help building a strong financial foundation. Hey.